Four leadership rules that'll make you a better entrepreneur. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. As entrepreneurs, by definition, we are uh, leaders because whatever we're doing in our business, um, whether we are you know, a solopreneur and just doing everything ourselves, or whether we have outsourced staff, or whether we have employees, right? we all are leading in one way or another. We may be leading people. We may be leading you know, strategies. We may be leading tactics. We may be leading effort, whatever it is. But we are the leaders because we're the ones who are making the decisions. We are the ones who are in charge. We are the ones who ultimately determine the success and failure and the direction that everything is going. And to that end, leadership is something that's really important to understand um, you know, how it works and how, what your strengths and weaknesses are so you have an ability to become as good and effective a leader as you can. Because even if you are a solopreneur, unless that's your goal and you never want to go beyond you know, being able to grow your business to a point where you would need other people, which you know that's going to make things pretty small because it's very difficult to build a, a large business or a very successful business that grows by yourself. You don't need employees, but you're going to need staff. You're going to need outsource. You're going to need help. And there are going to be people that you're going to need to rely on for various things. And so leadership from the context of dealing with people, it's really important to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are and what things to look for so you can be as as effective as you possibly can be. And, you know, over the years, you know, there are things that you get exposed to that you may or may not recognize as leadership opportunities or leadership, um, you know, failures or successes. But oftentimes that really is what things come down to. And so, um, you know, there are four things in particular that are rules that when you understand them and you embrace them, they will help you become better as an entrepreneur, both in leading yourself within your business and in terms of leading people. And, you know, I don't share these things um, in, in an effort to be cynical about things, but in more in an effort to make sure that you understand and that you have a clear vision of exactly how the world sees your business other than you. You know, as the business owner, you're in a situation where you have a unique relationship because you've started it or you're running it. And so you have a commitment level to it um, that only you can understand. Even your spouse, even your kids, even your, you know, anybody who isn't involved at the same level you are might have some understanding, but it'll never be the same for them as it is for you. And so the first of the four leadership rules is don't assume that people will do what you say because you're the boss. You know, this is a mistake that I see a lot of entrepreneurs make, a lot of business owners make, and a lot of leaders just in general. They feel because of their, you know, position, because of their title, because of, you know, it would just make logical sense that if they say to do something, people will do it. 
and I've seen this even outside the business world. So um, growing up, I was in I was in scouts, and you know one of the interesting dynamics I saw play out is as I got to the more senior levels, and so I was an older kid, and we had a bunch of younger kids in the troop. Um, there's a position in it called senior patrol leader, and it's basically like the highest ranking scout. So you're not a, you're not an adult leader, but you're the highest ranking scout, and your job is to lead the rest of the of your troop to do the things that need to be done. And we would go on camping trips, and there was one particular guy that um, when he was senior patrol leader, um, he would stand there, and when you know you arrive at a campsite, one of the first things you need to do is gather firewood you know, get the latrine going and all the other things that you need to do to get camp set up, set up the tents. And he would stand there and start pointing to people and effectively ordering them around to go and do things. And if he was standing there staring at them, you know, maybe they would do it. But oftentimes they wouldn't really listen to him. They would just kind of ignore him because nobody wanted to do that. So he would pull me aside and he would say, you know, hey, can you talk to the kids? Can you go get them to, to do the thing? And I told him, I said, look, all you have to do is get in there with them and do it. You know, what you're doing is just telling people what to do and assuming because you're positioned, they're going to do it. I mean, these are just kids in an organization. It's not even a business and they didn't care. You know, so you can imagine when you're dealing with adults, how little they're going to care if they're being ordered around. So you have to have some kind of performance measures in place. Um, and, and you have to have a way to um, hold people accountable because just telling people to do things because you're the boss, there's no guarantee that that stuff is going to get done. And in fact, um, you know, a lot of times it's, it's just not, not going to be that way, you know. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, to understand that no one cares as much about your business, your product or your customers as you do. It's just the fact that the fact of the way that it works, you know, um, you may have people that have a good attitude. You may have people that you work with or that work for you that, you know, do all the right things when you're there and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, nobody cares as much about it as you do. They can't because they aren't as connected to it as you are. And so it's super important that you set the example because People in your business are going to do at most as much as you do. Okay, they're not going to, um, you know, they're they're not going to just assume and do more. So they're not going to care as much, and especially if they don't feel cared about. You know, I worked for a company um, when I was younger, and it was interesting because they had hired a handful of people, and it was small. It was entrepreneurial, so there weren't a lot of us in the business. But I remember that um, the owners had to go away for a weekend. Uh, I don't remember if it was vacation or wherever they were. But, um, you know, and they, and they had had some, a couple of newer employees. They, they were, you know, younger, like college kids or whatever. And so, you know, they said, we won't be here the first couple of days of this week. Just come in, do your work like normal or whatever. And so I showed up at the office on Monday morning at my normal time. And I was the only one there. Um, neither of the other of uh, the younger kids were there at the time and they rolled in maybe 45 minutes to an hour later. So did my work, went home for the day, came in the next day, same thing. So I'm there, I'm, you know, doing my thing. And these other two people didn't show up, you know, maybe 45 minutes later, hour later. 
And um, I didn't ask them about it. I wasn't their boss, so it wasn't really my business. I was just doing what I was supposed to do. So on the third day when we came in um, and the bosses were back, you know, they, they um, came in and the first thing that they said is, um, geez, you know, we noticed uh, we have an automatic logging system. So we know when people came into the office and we know when people logged onto their computers. And you two guys didn't show up until about an hour late. You know, if we were here, would you have done that? And they were all embarrassed. The, the fact is, they didn't think that there was anybody checking in on them. They didn't think that there was anybody. So they didn't feel any, any guilt or care to be there because the boss wasn't there. Nobody was checking in on what they were doing. So um, they felt like they could just sort of come and go as they please and it wouldn't really matter. And, you know, it's not like you have to always be there and be and be standing over people, but you just need to understand, you know, they were shocked by this because they thought, geez, you know, you have a job, you have a responsibility, so you're just going to show up and do this. And in reality, that isn't exactly how it works, you know. Um, and so, and, you know, there's, there's multiple factors that go into this, but, but the underlying thing is that nobody's going to care as much about it as you do, okay? Um, the third thing is that it's important to understand that for most people, okay, initiative is not the rule, it's the exception. So what I mean by that is, um, for people that have clear responsibilities for what they need to be, need to do, um, a lot of people are conscientious enough, they'll follow through, they'll do whatever their responsibilities are. And so that's great. And so if you give people and you, you, you know, you task them or you give them responsibilities that are enough to take up all of the time and whatever, you know, uh, results you need for them to produce for you, they will go ahead and do that. Um, at the same time, if, you don't provide that. If you think that, well, you know, look, we're in an entrepreneurial environment, you know, it's obvious that there are these 27 things that need to be done. Uh, people are just going to go ahead and do it, right? Um, that, that isn't the case. It's the rare person that's going to just say, look, this needs to be done. I'm going to pick that up and do it. Most people will sit and wait if they don't have anything that, that is specifically tasked for them to do. And so it's important to be very clear about that. Um, you know, I have uh, support in my online business and um, it's outsourced. And so I have a, you know, a team of people, but I, I used to have one person doing it. And, you know, they were good about answering the tickets. They knew that that was one of their responsibilities. But we ran into a problem, you know, where there were a couple of issues where, um, things just weren't resolved for customers. Either we were waiting on something from a developer or we were, um, you know, we didn't know if the person had ever fully resolved it because they didn't get back to us. And, you know, the support person that I had at the time, um, you know, just sort of did their job and, and that was it. And so both of these issues came back to me because what ended up happening was um, the situation with the developer was not resolved. And so when I went to the support person, they said, well, yeah, you know, I was waiting to hear from the developer. And it had been like several days. So clearly they knew that the issue was still open. They knew that no response had come through, but because it wasn't specifically delineated as their job to go and, you know, they had done their job, so to speak, because they had reached out to the customer and then they had sort of triaged the issue to somebody else but they never followed up. They didn't take any ownership for that and make sure that it was done. And it was the same thing with the, with the person who was having trouble getting our responses in email. 
uh, once they clicked send and felt like the response was out, that was it. Like they didn't worry about it. And that person ended up being upset because they didn't hear from us. The mail never went through. And so, um, you know, instead of taking the initiative there and saying, you know, I'm going to make sure these things were completed correctly, they just sort of left it. And so it's important to understand that, you know, unless there's, again, something in place where people understand specifically what that they need to do and that it's their thing to own, right, they're going to do exactly what they're expected to do. And, and that's pretty much it. You know, um, the other great example I have of this is I had a brick and mortar business um, when I graduated from college. And, you know, we had uh, we were overwhelmed. I mean, we were building custom configured um, computers and shipping them all over the country. And I had a very small staff and we had a lot of work to do. And, you know, everybody knew what orders needed to be shipped out. And, um, you know, I had come into the office one morning and there was a bunch of stuff, uh, orders that were waiting to go out that were supposed to have gone out the night before that weren't done. And it turned out that, you know, a couple of the people on the, on the staff, you know, I had to leave for a meeting. And when I left, um, they, they left at the end of their day. And then, you know, when I came in in the morning, no one was even working on it. And yet that was the thing that was the priority and everybody knew it. It needed to get done. And so, you know, again, it, it's just that it has to be very, very clear. And you need to understand that you're the one who drives all of that. And the fourth rule is that character issues can't be fixed. Okay, behaviors can be adjusted. Um, you know, if, if somebody comes in late for work one day or um, fails to reach out to you and then there was an internet connection or something like that, that's fine. You know, that, that, that can happen. But if someone is, 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 you know, demonstrating a consistent issue with something, um, it's best to understand that it's more likely a character issue. They just don't care that much. They're not as invested. They don't have the conscientiousness. They don't have the follow through. They don't have the commitment to the things that they do uh, to hold things or produce things at the same level that you do. And if that's the case, it's better just to replace them instead of keep giving chance after chance after chance or trying to jump through hoops to create systems and processes that will force them into compliance. Instead, it's better to recognize this is a habitual problem. You know, this person isn't the right fit for me. And it's not something, you know, um, anybody wants to do. You always want to be able to hire people and keep them. But the reality of it is some people just will not be a good fit for that reason. You know, um, and so it's important to understand that in those particular cases, I mean, I've hired people in the past where, you know, they will come up with an excuse for something and that's fine. You know, I can, I can understand that I've had my own situations where things come up and then there's another excuse and then there's another excuse. I had one person that I hired that literally went to six funerals supposedly in the course of a month. I mean, six people that he knew passed away um, in a month. And each of those times, it wasn't that he was away to at the funeral, it's that he didn't even communicate for a couple of days. So not only were all of these people around him apparently dropping dead, but on top of that, um, he was unable to communicate about that until after he was missing for a couple of days, and then came back with that as the answer. So obviously, I knew and I recognized that that was not reality. You know, he was making excuses because he just wasn't capable or he was overextended and wasn't going to be able to do the job the way that he was supposed to do it. So 
four leadership rules that'll make you a better entrepreneur are, you know, don't assume that people will do what you say just because you're the boss. Okay, you need to set the example. You need to have performance measures in place. The second thing is no one cares as much about your business product or customers as you do. So you need to make sure that you understand that as well and that you set the example for that. Number three is initiative is not the rule, it's the exception. Make sure everyone is clear on what they're responsible for. So all of the work that needs to get done gets done. And the fourth is character issues can't be fixed. So if you have someone that's experiencing habitual problems, consider the character issue and they, it might be time to replace them instead of keep giving them additional chances or trying to create systems in place to force them into compliance as opposed to just replacing them with someone who will do the job the right way. And so if you follow those four rules, um, you will find that you become a much better entrepreneur and a much better leader and you are poised to be able to grow your business and grow your entrepreneurial venture um, to brand new heights. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise. Optimize.